These ones with the stems and the colors. Hello and welcome to Good Bad Show. My name is Andy. And I'm Matt. And this is a podcast where every week we bring you the latest, greatest tips in gift giving, whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, uh, Christmas, or other Christmas adjacent holidays. We're here to give you tips on gift giving. Is this gift giving for our guests or, or gift giving for our listeners to other listeners or gift giving for our listeners to you? How are those words treating you tonight? Hey, let's try that again. Andy, <laughs> is this gift giving from a listener to a listener or a listener to you? I mean, if people want to give me gifts, who am I to say no? Actually, I feel like it's very much like you to say no. You'll be like, oh, no gifts. I don't care for anything. Isn't that mm, like the I've most gotten, anything to say? I've gotten better at just graciously accepting gifts, even though they give me a great deal of ennui. And mm. uh, yeah, I've gotten better at just being like, thank you very much. This is very considerate of you. That's that's what I you say know, now. You know, it's funny. For a second, I thought, Andy, Andy, you just say, oh, great. Another sweater. But you know what? You'd love another sweater. I love sweaters. Have to pick. And then I thought, oh, great, another pair of socks. I thought, well, if they're wool socks, you'll probably love a pair of wool socks. So yeah, just yeah, give, yeah, Andy, yeah. give Andy any gift that a child would roll their eyes at, and he'll love it. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm like the opposite of a child. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant. Sure. Matt, do you consider yourself a good gift giver? Is that is that one of your skills no. that you possess? No, I don't. No, I don't think so at all. I think I. it always comes down to the last minute. And then I panic and do and something. And then you Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. Something that was listed as you might like the, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I don't think about it. Like, I'll have it in... Here's what, here's you what worry I do about constantly. It, right? I put it in my reminders of like, here, I did it this year with Mother's Day. I did it with Susanna's anniversary. Just like, or our, you know, our anniversary. It was <laughs> Susan, in my reminders. Ooh, Susanna's <laughs> anniversary. A little bit of a slip there. <laughs> in my reminder app, I put it and I set it to like two weeks in advance. And then the day of, I go, I don't know yet. And I put it on to the next day. And then I see it snooze, again, and I do snooze, the next day. Snooze. I do that snooze. until the day before, and I think, hmm, I haven't thought of a good gift yet. I really got to pull the trigger, and then I freak out. <clears throat> well, you know, that's, that's actually kind of nice. You get a little, as the time goes on, your options get more limited, making it easier <clears throat> to make a decision. And pretty soon, you're limited to just the things available for Amazon Prime now to deliver in the next two hours. And, you know, then you can really focus and think about that person and decide what of these options on the Amazon Prime Now page would they most want. Look, I'm having a problem with options up front, obviously. So as those options narrow, uh, it becomes more possible. Mm-hmm. I need something to narrow those options for me. Sometimes it's time. Listen, baby, fact, I got you the, the nicest thing available at the 7-Eleven on the corner. I mean, I looked at everything in that 7-Eleven, and I thought about which one of these things is my baby most going to like. Do you want a purple five-hour energy? I don't even know it came in purple, but now it does. <laughs> Flavor's purple. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably what five-hour energy comes in, right? Purple, red, and green. Did you never, in your graphic design education, have some kind of uh, project that made the analogy of all graphic design to gift giving? Is that a thing you're familiar with? That sounds familiar. Yeah, I feel like I had a project that was, like, one project that was that. This is something I did when uh, when I've taught graphic design in the past, is, uh, you know, basically, like, gift giving is where you have an audience, a very specific audience, usually a single person, and you know something about them, but of course not everything. And mm-hmm. you have to like use your creativity and your your brain to make a good decision and give them something that will be thoughtful and has some like depth to it. And I don't know, I find a lot of useful analogies between that and graphic design. But you're a good graphic designer, but you say you're not a good gift giver. Mm. Well, however, sometimes I will graphic design my gifts and they're great. Mm. For example, 
dumb Christmas cards. I That's give, the thing I give you a hug at. coupon or something. Or, uh, or uh, remember that bear Christmas card I sent to everybody a little while ago? You know I'm clearly I mean? not on your Christmas card list because I have not gotten such a Christmas card. Yes, you did. I t- sent it as a text message. It was a gift. You can't mail oh, a gift. Oh, well, sure. That means I didn't perceive it as a card. Well, gotcha. it, was a ca- it was a card in gift form. We're in the future, Andy. You can't email, you can't snail mail a gift. Everything's you know animated gifts now. Yeah. Right. I don't know how I could have forgotten. My bad. Would you rather have a Christmas card that's animated or not animated? Mm, animation sounds better. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, see? There you go. Check your text messages. You just got to print it on some lenticular surface and then send it out so people can do the thing where you wiggle it in front of your face and what you do you see call the, what do you dare, call those things bear dance you know you know those things where you print something on both sides of it and then you tie string on either side and pull it so it spins mm, that's a something there's scope. a name for it something yeah, scope. there's a name for it that nobody knows boy oh so boy make up uh, anything they'll probably believe you i feel like i'm f- this is like a failure of my art school education that i can't place my place my my hand on this word place my tongue on this word immediately uh rotating animation disc sure why not let's start there yep that's it anyway zoetrope it's called a zoetrope hey there you go and Good i didn't job. google that it. is what it's called i did google it i googled it but i googled it very okay. effectively well that sounds right to me well matt uh the reason we're talking about gift giving we're talking about a very specific gift we'll get to the topic of this actual episode in a moment we have to wind our way there you know tell the tale that's part of this part of what we do here this is storytelling uh i spent the weekend working on a birthday present for Hillary. She turns 30 next week, and mm-hmm. she was traveling for the weekend away in Chicago. And we've had this like corner of our garden for a while now that has been mm, a big old pile of dirt and weeds that has been mm-hmm. unaddressed. Basically, like the way that my my brain works is I'm able to like focus with great intensity on very specific aspects of like our home. So last year was like raised beds for vegetables, and I like worked real hard on making these nice raised beds for vegetables and with this nice stone like you know pebble path in between and you know all the kind of stuff did all that work last year and as a result the corner of the garden that was not raised bed for vegetables became just a little horror show a real eyesore mm-hmm. and uh i love the vegetable garden hillary likes the vegetables too but she's not so much into the gardening aspect of it uh it's a lot of work and it's not her favorite thing to do so but she really loves flowers and so i spent the weekend turning that corner of the garden into a flower garden with a bunch of perennials for hillary because i knew she would love that uh and that was fun and exciting i think the gift went over well this brings me to our topic matt which is giving flowers as gifts Mm, i'm very familiar with this and Susanna works at like a florist studio. I, I know. So, I figured you might have some expertise to share with I us. I know all about kind of things like this, or at least uh, I know someone who does. I can always ask questions. So tell me, tell me your. Is that helpful on this podcast? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Call listen, a friend. Listen, this is not a factual podcast, okay? If you want facts, tips, and tricks, go look at every other podcast out there, okay? They'll read Wikipedia too. They're always happy to do it. Uh, this is not what the show is about. Matt, what is your current and past relationship with giving flowers as gifts? Mm. I feel like it's a great it's a great go to for Mother's Day and Mom's birthdays. It's a great go to for uh as like an addendum to an anniversary gift or just like a nice uh you just you walk home, you walk by the flower shop and you get some flowers and then people think you're really thoughtful. Those are kind of my those are kind of my, my so, that's my wheelhouse. So your tip is that hey, it's a great trick. You don't, have to, you don't have to work about it or think about it at all, but if you just do this one thing, everyone will think you're thoughtful. Do you know, have you not realized that's most of my life is I just want to trick people into thinking I'm not an evil or alien person. I just, 
I observe the behavior of the humans and I go, oh, that's what a human would do. And then I try to copy that. So there you go. That's what that's what flowers are for. Well, it's funny. It's like, where's the line, right? Like if, if you do it because you know that people like it and think it's thoughtful, then aren't you just being thoughtful? Like or instead of tricking people into thinking you're thoughtful? Well, here's here's what I'm going to say. Uh, remember the part I told you about how I try to think about a gift for like two weeks or two months and I can't think of anything and I panic? Uh, flower solves that problem because you can go to the flower store and say, oh, my wife likes these things. And they'll go, oh, perfect. We have these things. These ones with the stems and the colors. You can say colors. You can say types of flowers. You say, I don't, I don't know. Can you make me something nice? I trust your judgment. You do this well. And they'll say yes to all those things. And then you come home with a gift that everybody enjoys. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, my, my relationship to giving flowers as, as gifts has changed somewhat dramatically, which is that when I was younger, I loathed giving flowers as a gift for a couple of reasons. Is it like, uh, I think it's dumb because they're going to die soon and I'm a real grump? Is that kind of your... That was one aspect of it. One aspect of it was, boy, this sure is wasteful. These Mm -hmm. things are plucked from life out in the world where they were doing just fine, doing their job in the ecosystem, and now they're just kind of like their dead corpses are put on display for us in a little bucket of water for a week, maybe two at best. And oh, then, that certainly was my attitude at some point. I, I get it, but, uh, you know, so, that's so a, Matt, that's, when that, I ask that you describes to, a whole lot of things. So when you know? I ask you to, like, talk about, you know, your past and current relationship with giving flowers as gifts, you can go into more detail. You don't have to just summarize immediately. <laughs> Here's the deal, Andy. I am concise and to the point, and that's what, that's what you get out of me on this show. That, and then sometimes I'm reminded, because, you know, you talk for a while, and then you talk, no. you, you, bring up, you bring up some memories, and go, oh, yeah. That is the way I used to think about flowers. You're right. Good point. Me too. Anyway, yeah. What Andy said. Anyway, I don't like that aspect of them, or I didn't like them as a kid. I was like, this is dumb. And honestly, the bigger reason I rejected them as gifts so often was that I, I was like, I was like lapping myself in terms of like trying to be thoughtful, right? I was like, everyone thinks that this is the thoughtful gift. Therefore, if I get them for somebody, they'll think I was just trying to mime that I was thoughtful, right? Like the thing you described, that I was trying to trick yeah. them into thinking I was you thoughtful. You were worried. You were worried you'd think that they that you were like me. That's yeah, I was just I was just about. in this recursive loop of being like, well, if I get them that, then they'll think they'll know that I thought that it was this. And uh, and I just felt like I felt like it was such a default, right? It was like such mm-hmm. a cop out to get somebody flowers because that's just the thing you get people when you don't know what to get them, right? Uh, which I really rejected. So for all those reasons, I, ne- I never liked getting people flowers. Uh, and, and gift giving is something I think about a lot. Uh, I, I'm not in a position to say that I'm good at it because I don't ever give myself gifts. So how would mm-hmm. I know? But I do think about it a lot. And it's something that is like important to me. Uh, I actually wrote a blog post a long, long time ago, back when I had a blog about how to give a good gift that got some internet attention back when that was the thing you could get. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I wrote that post, I came up with these rules, right, for for how like a good gift. Uh, and there was a lot of different rules in there, and most of them hold up pretty well. Not all of them are perfect. But if you start going down this list, flowers really check all the boxes on on this on this list of things to make a good gift. Uh, so one of my big things is that uh, one of like, the, the groundbreaking rules, I think, that I kind of like proposed for, for gift giving was that you should consider the burden of the gift. Like every physical object comes with a burden, whether that burden is some kind of maintenance for it, whether that burden is having to drag it from apartment to apartment, uh, from apartment to apartment, whether that burden is uh, having to water it or, you know, any kind of like care, like every single, or just even taking up space, right? Even if you just put it on a shelf and you never move, like that is still like 
impacting that person's life in in a sort of long-term way. Uh, and yeah. I think that that's like the main thing that I would keep in mind when I'm giving a gift is like, am I confident enough that this person will enjoy this thing so much that they will be willing to absorb the burden of this, this object that I'm giving them? That uh, may be my primary, uh, the primary thing I care about at this point as, as an adult receiving a gift now is just like, oh no, more junk. What do I do with this? And how long do I have to hold on to it until I can throw it away? Uh, I mean, it, it really is a thing that uh, it's it's very like privileged to talk about like, oh, I have too many th things and I don't, but you know, but it's a real thing. Like if you're at a position in life where you can afford things and people can afford to give you gifts, uh, it becomes a real burden to like have to take care of and own and, you know, store all of these things that you were given. Uh, I'm and... also very conscious of just like being, you know, you know that, I don't know if this is true or not, but the, the idea that go goldfish will just grow into their cage or grow into their tank, right? You're conscious of like eating all the gifts you get until you fill up your entire apartment yeah. and you're like a really yeah. big guy. But I'm conscious of just the fact that I have, like, I have more surfaces in my current apartment than my previous one. Does that mean I need more stuff? Is that really the goal? Or can I, can I just have like, have some space, have a wall? have a counter that doesn't have stuff on it all the time. That sounds so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Uh, and I, I've been, we've been living in our house now for uh, like a little, little less than three and a half years. And it's definitely been a exercise and like, Oh, we just kind of filled this up, huh? Like, you know, <laughs> it just, just happens when, uh, when you, when you plan to be somewhere for a while, you tend to like just accrue things where we could easily go through and cull. I don't know, two thirds of the stuff, especially like books. We have so many books that we're, have not read, are never going to read, or read once 10 years ago and do not plan to reread now or ever uh, that we could definitely get rid of. But why well, get rid of them? We have all these bookshelves. They would be empty then. So it's definitely a thing. But flowers skirt this issue beautifully, right? They, they are a burden in the sense that there is maintenance for them, but that, that care is very limited, right? Uh, like someone can just mm -hmm. put the first put the water in there the first time, and then when that water is dry or dirty, just like be done with it and throw the flowers out. And the fact that they are thrown away, which is one of the exact things that uh, gave me such an issue with them when I was younger, was what makes them such a great gift. Even if they're flowers, people don't, this particular person doesn't like love a whole bunch. Maybe you didn't know they didn't like lilies or, uh, or purple or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter because they'll be gone in two weeks. Uh, which and, and it's not made out of plastic. It's gone and it's and it's biodegradable. It's very nice. It's not like throwing a not like throwing a plastic bottle in the ocean. For sure. And this is one of the other things that I, I mentioned in my little blog post was that uh, you'd be like aware of the ecological impact of your gift because you know buying something is like casting a vote for the way that thing is made and the manufacturing processes that brought it to bear and the way in which it will be disposed of eventually. And when you give somebody a gift, you're basically like cashing in a vote on their behalf. You're saying like, this is a thing that you have to deal with now and you have to sort of have the guilt of this thing existing. So uh, being very, being abundantly uh, thoughtful in terms of like the ecological impact of a gift, I think is, is very appropriate, even more so than you would be for something you'd you know buy for yourself because who knows mm -hmm. what the sort of, uh, politics or position of the person you're giving that to are uh so flowers also check that box perfectly right it's just you know ashes to ashes hopefully your person that you're giving it to composts and they can just throw it in the compost heap uh if it's been the trash bin not the worst thing in the world because it's just gonna be compostable anyway so so yeah that's another thing that's great about it and that's why i also uh really like giving consumables as a gift uh because that's a same situation right like you eat it or you drink it and then it's gone and you don't have mm -hmm. to live with the sort of burden of, of a physical object of an actual thing in your life uh, and that's another reason why it's really, really good to give these things. Well, now I feel like a better gift giver because the past like 10 gifts I've given uh, check all these boxes. So maybe 
You're doing great. I, uh, I should I should reassess and and say I'm awesome at gifts, Andy. So good at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, here's one of my other things about gifts. I think it's very important to try and think about giving somebody a gift that they would not give themselves for some reason, right? Uh, so examples of this can be like give them something small in scale, but sort of lavish in quality, right? Like Mm -hmm. get them a really, you know, one really nice bottle of wine or get them uh, a bar of really fancy chocolate uh, instead of 12 bars of less fancy chocolate or a case of beer, right? Uh, Because oftentimes people will have this like guilt about, oh, I can't possibly spend, you know, $12 on really fancy chocolate. Uh, So that's a good opportunity for you to give them something that they would not get for themselves. I don't know how you feel about gift cards, but I feel like one of my favorite my favorite uh, gifts to get is like a gift card to a restaurant you really like because then you can just go spend all that money. You kind of have to go spend all that money on food that is great as opposed to sitting there by yourself and thinking, mm, maybe I'll get the slightly less expensive dish or the slightly less expensive drink or appetizer or whatever. Or you won't go out to eat at all because why do that when you can just eat whatever's in your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I have conflicting feelings about gift cards, but I see that benefit of them. Uh, mm-hmm. If you really truly know somewhere that people, somewhere that the person you're giving the gift to loves and would like to go, uh, I think that's a good argument for for that kind of thing because it forces them to go and treat themselves basically, uh, which is kind of the point. So so flowers are great in that sense too because how many people buy themselves flowers, right? It's just like when you're doing it for yourself, all of a sudden it feels like all those questions of like this feels so wasteful. I'm spending this money just to like have this thing die in my house for two weeks. Uh, all those things feel at least more visceral, at least to me. Uh, I think it's rare that people will buy themselves flowers. And so you know that you're doing something for somebody that they probably would not do for themselves under most circumstances, which also makes it a great gift. Turns out that the reason everyone gets each other flowers is because they're just a great gift. And the world figured that out and just took me, you know, 28 years to figure it out for myself. Well, good. I'm glad you figured it out. What, so wait, do you want to receive flowers yourself? Do you want to give flowers? How do you care about, how do you feel about both? I would be happy to receive flowers, uh, especially because Hillary loves them so much. Uh, they're not as much my thing for reasons stated prior, but uh, would I rather receive flowers instead of some book that I don't really care about? Definitely flowers. <laughs> give, give me the flowers. Uh, and it's, it's, that's part of the reason why like, it is very difficult. It requires a degree of intimacy and knowledge about somebody to give them a really good gift that does not fit this sort of template of like make it consumable, mm-hmm. make it temporary, make it something that's just like unnecessarily lavish because uh, it's pretty safe bet they wouldn't get that from themselves. If you're, if, you're, if you're not following these rules, if you're trying to find something else that's going to be like a more permanent fixture of someone's life, uh, it's really difficult and it requires a lot of intimacy and very few people, I mean, you don't know, the average person probably does not know that many people that closely in order to do yeah. that well. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm happy to receive them. I love giving them. Uh, and it, something else I'll kind of inject here is that I think it's become like so unnecessarily gendered to give just women flowers, which is, I think, unfortunate. Um, something we do at work sometimes is just if a client refers us to somebody, we'll just like send them a bouquet of flowers regardless of their uh, gender or, uh, or gender identity. And it's just like it's always well received because they're like, oh, yeah, cool flowers. Everyone loves flowers, turns out. They look nice and they smell nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's just a good thing. Even if you don't like them, you could pass them on. There's somebody around you that likes them. I well, that's promise. the thing is it, very oftentimes some of our clients have been like, oh, I gave these to my wife. Or I gave these to my husband because I know they love flowers and they thought I was very thoughtful. And thank you for, for giving me those, those kudos <laughs> points. Uh, yeah. But even still, you know, it just it, it still works. So, so yeah, that's, this has been like maybe the world's most obvious podcast. Flowers are a great gift. Everyone should give them to each other regardless of uh, everything. Do it.
Can I float one more gift by you and see what you think? Oh, yeah, do it. Okay. This can be a recurring you, segment. You tell me about a gift you want to give, and I'll tell you if it's good or bad. Thumbs up, thumbs down. How do you feel about giving a donation in the name of something, like to a, a place that they care about? I think that's a great gift, uh, but it's very important that you actually know that the person cares about that thing. Like, I think basically they need to have, in the past, publicly said they donated to it or asked people to donate to it because uh, it's such a, like, it's funny because it's actually no more fraught than buying someone a physical thing, right? Like, you're still putting money into a system that values certain things and behaves a certain way. Uh, mm-hmm. But when it becomes about a donation, that's, like, immediately much more visceral. The idea of giving to a place that maybe doesn't perfectly align with someone's politics or maybe it aligns with their politics but they don't agree with the methods that this particular nonprofit uses to try and enact enact their policies uh all of a sudden it can be like kind of offensive to give somebody a gift to a thing that they maybe don't perfectly align with so so basically i think that it's a great gift if they've asked for it explicitly or if they have posted publicly that they support a particular nonprofit. uh i think it's a can be real risky if you're just like, well, I know that you care about uh, women's rights, so I don't need to Planned Parenthood for you. Like, not everyone's going to be on board with that, even though they should be in that particular instance. I think for your next birthday, I'm going to get you a donation to a well-run organization that donates flowers to people. Sounds sound? great. Perfect. You'll love it. We'll graciously accept. Uh-huh. And no burden on you. Exactly. It's great. 